Something, something was happening. So last in the night, terrace. yeah, we're, the terrace. We're checking our terrace. Yeah. I was on Twitter, like, because I just posted it, and it was saying tw- uh, YouTube was down. So I go to check the video, and it's like, this video cannot be found. It's like I'm, I'm live. It says I'm live. Someone's fucked on it. Your, I don't know. Your episode literally broke YouTube. That's fucking classic. Yeah, but it was nice. It was nice and easy to get through because oh, this is the podcast, by the way. We're recording. There was no Frank, oh. so we got through everything quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we stayed on topic. We had a little fun. We didn't talk about World War II, and we got the fuck out of there. We mentioned it in passing as a re- as a sort of explaining what was missing. Better than that, yeah. By the way, did you get part. that? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you get that leather clown suit I sent you? Oh, yeah, it's very nice. Leather clown suit? We, William Hurt's yeah. face is wonderful. Uh, assless chaps will be there uh, next week. All, all chaps are assless, sir. Uh, speaking of assless chaps, I, I laughed uh, watching The Stand today because uh, that Corin Nemec has assless chaps but wearing jeans with his bike gear because he comes when he finds Gary Sinise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I laughed at that. I don't know his real name. All I know is he's a... Uh, Parker Lewis. Mansquito. Parker Lewis. Yeah, Parker Lewis can't lose, and he was also Mansquito. Mansquito? Mansquito. Is, is that a, a superhero that I didn't know about? Sounds that... like a wrestler name. It was yeah. a Sci Fi Channel movie uh, that premiered years ago, and it's called Mansquito. Was it after and... the Parker Lewis money ran dry? That, oh, that's uh, yeah, gotta have, I would say. So it's got to have an asylum producer credit on there somewhere with a name. I think like it that. did. Yeah, one, one of the, it was yeah. Sci Fi. Yeah, one of the sure. Davids is on there. Yep. So it turns out Parker Lewis can lose, and that's how well, he lost. lost. He's lost many a times, yes. <laughs> well, I was watching with my Parker girlfriend. Lewis lost I kept making all these references my girlfriend did not understand. And uh, so we're watching The Stand, and she's like, I like this. I'm like, yeah. The only thing I hate about that movie is Parker Lewis. And she goes like, who? I'm like, him, he can't lose. And she's like, I have no idea. I didn't that's explain a, it. But that, granted, even <laughs> if she was deep in TV, that's a very, very, very obscure reference. People know that it's, show, it's, though, and I've never yeah. seen an episode that I remember. <clears throat> my, I don't remember anything like from it. I can't tell my dad jokes because he fucking just any pop culture reference at all just goes right the fuck over his head. He, no. he did not well, it's like if I didn't. TVs like I did. If I start talking about the NBA right now, both you guys would just be like, I have no idea. So, no, yeah, I, 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 I get yeah. it. Gone, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. but Parker, I, I remember watching Parker Lewis Can't Lose on when it was live. I remember, I remember watching, watching it, but I don't rem- no. have any memories of the actual episodes at all. Yeah, I never watched it, but I'm aware of a show called Parker Lewis. It was definitely ingrained in my pop culture yeah. history. And I remember, now, was that the show where he had comics on the wall, or was that another show with Jerry O'Connell? See, that must be another show. I think Jerry O'Connell had a show where Sliders? he was a kid. It wasn't sliders. It was before sliders, and he had like comics on the wall, and he talked about buying comics and putting them. He had them like on the wall, like on sli- in plastic baggies, but they were on the wall, so they were all stacked across his wall. Did you ever go into my weird. room before I moved in with you? That guy on Normandy that I lived with. I had all of my laser discs on the wall. Oh, <laughs> the right, whole yeah, I think I place that, was yeah. covered. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass good, to take that's down. That's a good design. I it like was. That. That's a- that's cool. You can't do that when you're when you're when you have a family though. You'll sure freak, you you'll, you'll freak them the fuck out. Anyway, guys, I think we need to hear a theme song because I need to process what the fuck we just watched. So. Oh, that was great. There is nothing wrong with your podcast feed, Find but your there center. is something wrong with your taste of podcast. 
Unfortunately, now we are in control somehow. Somehow. Ow. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, do not attempt to turn off the podcast. Although you're fully capable of, we just really don't want you to. Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review. I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to episode 50. I saved this for 50. It's inside number 9, 500, the non-non-episode. Uh, deadline, their live Halloween, in quotes, episode. We just finished watching it. Let's talk about it. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. Big ticket. Where's your enthusiasm, man? It's here. We're not discussing Alcoa Goodyear Theater. Can you <laughs> please have a little <coughs> suspense? Well, no, no, no. I, but I, I, are we going to go into details on the spoilers here? How the what? fuck can How? we? You can't. Yeah. Well, well, let's let's pause. Let's take yeah. a time out and just say if you haven't seen this episode, stop listening or watching right now. Just go go watch it and come back. We'll give you ten seconds. We'll talk about how awesome it was before we get into any real details. Because I don't want I don't want to be the one to spoil it for you. Holy shit! It was awesome. I love this episode so much. Should we do scores? It's a lot of fun. Scores. I'm gonna give it a ten. Wow. That, that was fucking solid. Wow. Adam? I, are we are seriously already doing scores? We gotta give I, people I time really, to leave. Okay. I, I haven't really formulated a score yet. That's fine. I, Dick, I, do you have a score? Come back to me. Yeah. Okay, what's, what's well, the... I, I, I'd say it's a it's a nine. Okay. A solid nine. Adam made, say that. Adam made these for me. I just wanted to use them because I was looking at yeah, them. Yeah, they're very nice. <laughs> uh, might as well use them. I was thinking I was like, what can we talk about? And I saw these scores right here, so all right. Now that we're done with that, okay, let's go into detail in the episode. And how do we? This has no format. And that's kind of the genius of it is it's... We were talking during the the screening about uh, Andy Kaufman. And in the Man in the Moon movie, he talks about how he wants to change, like, the the vertical and the horizontals to stuff. He's like, people will think there's something wrong with their TV. Or he wanted to change the audio, right? Or make make it go down, people turn it up. Well, he I wanted forgot. to. Yeah, I think he did two. Of the, one. I, of the, I think it was the vertical hold. So he was. Yeah. He was the vertical hold. Monty Python wanted to do the BBC wouldn't allow yeah. him. That he wanted. Yeah. They, Michael. Uh, uh, no, who was it? Uh, Cleese. John Cleese wanted to do yeah. so the volume would just turn down, so people would be like. He goes back and he yeah, turn on. the knob, and, be, and they turn it up, and they turn it up a little bit more, and then we like, Argh! and they start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. They wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. And now we're in an age where they let him do this. Um, and I couldn't be more more happy to have watched this. <laughs> it's a very uh, surreal meta episode of any anything I've ever seen. It's it's very well done. It's what you it, it, it takes basically the last twenty years of cable television and mocks it. Wonderfully, it's and movies, just, movies too. Well, I mean, yeah, movies, the tropes of horror movies has and, the balls to mock its right. own audience too. Yeah, this is yeah. Def- definitely. I, a, a, I didn't see well, this to as, the no, to the ahead. point though that they mocked their own audience to the point where the audience kind of left them and said "fuck you" <laughs> and they stopped watching. <laughs> so there you go. I guess they succeeded in that. Uh, as it's a, it's a true test of of who has a sense of humor. Yeah. Yes, and what I. When you say they mocked their audience, I didn't think so. I thought they were testing their audience. I thought that was a whole separate Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of what I was trying to say. It, yeah. It's like, it's, like it, it, it's, 
It, the British would call it taking the piss. That is exactly what this is. This Let is me do this so we can see taking your... the taking the there. piss episode. Yeah. Now we can see your full background, Adam. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's it, it is definitely. Are you with us? How much are you with us? <laughs> because if you stay How around, much shit, you want. Yeah. If you'll stay around more than five minutes or, or ten minutes, I guess you'll be rewarded. Because after that, it's like starts to you, they start to actually have a storyline that it gets explained and and it moves. It's just, it's done in a really obviously a meta way, but in like a non narrative way. There's not one person saying like we're going here and this is what we're doing. It's it cuts to different shows. And they, yeah, they're using the history of BBC programming <laughs> to tell a story. Yeah, and I like that they had the whole like the, I want to know what that show was where they had the guy in the. Uh, in the, um, what do you call it? The, um, oh shit, it was in Andersonville. What were they called? The stocks, the stockade. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where he falls on his face and like, he gets hurt real bad. Should I pull that up? I want, I want to know what show that is. That, that was Dick real. Wants that show, he wants that show for mediocrity that ouch my balls. He wants that to be a real thing. Well, we had that. It was called America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, that's we, pretty much had all that was. Show. Not really. That's pretty much what it was, Adam. And you know that show, that show's still on, by the way. Do you know that? Who the fuck Except is hosting Except after it? you get done watching, you're like, oh, ouch, my balls. It, it was yeah. on. It's it's basically all it is is like TikTok videos. It's like directly from cell phone oh, cam oh, oh. footage. That's all it is. And they have like literally thousands of them. Because right. they pad it out. And it's like, this isn't even funny. This is just like, uh, oh. It, it never was funny. But here's the footage they cut to you. <laughs> We'll, we'll discuss the why they're showing this in a minute, but let's just show this because it's fucking hilarious. The wonderful Bob Saget. It looks like Mick Jagger on the left. It's Mick Jagger, Dave Coulier. That's either Abe Vigoda in the middle or it's, Christopher Lloyd. It's Dave Coulier, Christopher Lloyd, and, and uh, Mick Jagger over here. <laughs> Sting is in the stuff. Oh, man on his face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that would hurt. Damn. That would really hurt. I expect him to do that, the the, the grape lady thing. That, that lady. Me face, me face hurts. <laughs> uh, okay. My wonderful, beautiful face. How do we go through this in order? Someone want to start? I don't think you can. It didn't, didn't seem like they really were either, so I don't think it matters. No, uh, they, well, I think it's perfectly, it's well written as hell. Yeah, the like, whole yes. premise is it's, it's a show they're shooting live. There's audio problems where it goes mute. But the, and then they got the break with the BBC woman saying, oh, sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll get, we're going to show a rerun instead. And they yeah. start showing an episode of uh, Inside Number 9 from the, the silent episode that we saw that we love. Thankfully, but, one that we watched. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can describe because it does say on, on IMDb, when Arthur finds an old mobile phone in his local graveyard, he this is what I went off. This is why I picked yeah. this episode. He mistake he makes the mistake of trying to contact the owner, but some mis- mysteries are best left un- best left unsolved. And as Halloween draws near, Arthur is plunged into a nightmare of his own making. That sounded yeah. fun to me, and I was like, "Let's do that." Yeah, I had no idea. Completely not that at all. Yeah, the only reason I found <laughs> out. So, so the only, I was gonna say the only reason I found out what was going on is because I went into IMDb trivia, and one of them is. Um, the the in spoilers, I shouldn't have read it. I don't know what the fuck I did. 
the apparent technical issues that plagued the opening of the episode led to the loss of 20% of its viewers when it aired on live television. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ironically, these technical issues were a stunt that led into the true narrative set behind the scenes of the episode. That's funny. That That's said funny. it better than Weekend, so. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's the uh, Sopranos. When the, when the, Tony, oh, remember the last episode of The Sopranos? When the screen went, went black. black. Yeah. 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 And people thought their HBO went out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> Even though the sound kept going? Yeah. That was clearly him dying. They didn't understand that? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, yeah, gangster shows, you're not allowed to just get away with shit. You know, it's like you yeah. have to, ultimately you have to pay the price for, for your a life of crime. Uh, remember when X-Files, I don't know how x file Ish, you guys are into X Files. I'm uh, a couple toes in. X Files had an episode where it was related to insects, and it was one of the monster episodes, and they're investigating uh, an epidemic of insects. And at some point during the show, it looked like an insect was crawling across your fucking monitor. They they did that effect perfectly because it made everybody go, "Oh God, there's a bug on the TV." <laughs> When you watch it in high definition, it doesn't translate quite as well. But back when that came out, and high definition hadn't really taken over yet. Back in the tube TV effect. days. Back in the tube TV days, yep. Yeah. I don't, Good old I don't so remember that. What you have is you have a setup, and then you have an episode within an episode within an episode. It is, like, you, I hate saying it, but it, it's really the best way to describe it. It's very meta. Um, it, it is, it's very well thought Oh, this out. is the definition of meta. This, this is, episode. yeah. This, this is, is it. If someone says what's meta, this is it. This is as this far is, meta this as you is get. The, the TV, official TV, BBC episode version of a extended, well-written Halloween prank. Yes. Yeah. And it would have been way too obvious if they did this on April 1st. Um, yeah. And apparently, do, you know, April 1st in England ends at noon, which is fucking weird. But <laughs> they like, only take oh, so much. Uh, yeah, I don't England's know why. Fucked up. But at least, at least this was like just before Halloween. They even make fun of the fact that they couldn't do it on Halloween. They had to do it a few days early. It's on the 28th. There's a poster behind me. You can see it says 28th. Behind us, it says 28th there. No. So they had to do it a little early. Um it was the only image I could find, and it's kind of blurry. But it was, it was the actual for the for this episode, so <clears throat> could do this. But I, I just like how they cut back and forth between the BBC footage of like the history of the studios and the history of um, what had happened. You know the the, the deaths and the yeah. the guy that killed himself in the studio, and and then and then they have the great the greatest part of, I think of the episode was when they cut to. Right before the end, where they said, "Do you believe in ghosts?" and the two creators of the show go, "No." <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was yeah. perfect. That was Pitch them on, a, on a on like a TRL show. It looked like the yeah. TRL studio, and then uh, yeah, the the part Dick's talking about. I think that was. I couldn't tell if that was a real show or if that was them acting like they're doing a real show because some of it looked like it was VHS, like or v, you know video. And then it cuts to a close up of him in black and white, and I'm like, that doesn't look video. I feel like some of these jokes would have been better. Well, I can't really say jokes, just references. All right, some of these references are are better spent on people that know BBC a little bit more intimately than maybe we do. Yeah, I don't maybe. think we. I don't better. think we yeah. missed out on any of the of what no. they're trying to get across. Yeah. Well, I, I think it would have had more of an impact had I known the show that they were showing. 
You know what I mean? Because like I didn't recognize any of these other shows, but I'm with yeah. Dick where I'm like, I want to know what that fucking show is. I yeah. want to watch that too. <laughs> so well, it's, it's just you know typical talk show in, in England and BBC. Because if you have BBC America Graham on Norton. your, the only one I yeah. know is Graham Norton. It's, yeah. They're all the they're all the same. They have a lot of morning shows like ours. So they're they're, they're very, their TV is just as trashy and shitty as ours. Except their anthology shows; those appear to be way better. Yeah, well, no, some shit, of their right? shows are better, yeah, but, <laughs> but so is ours. But they're just on streaming shows now. They're they don't have network. no Alcoa Dinner Theater. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! The, the crap Suspense. mac and cheese dinner hour. <laughs> Suspense. Suspense. Yeah, but that was over 50 years ago, so it took us time to figure our shit out. Okay, we invented that shit. We invented it. They're still copying our shit. This was a live <laughs> episode. They copied it from us. Also, it got even more. It just got more meta now that I think about it. Because I'm like, I, that's why I couldn't just roll a, a, a score off the top of my head. Because I'm like, I'm still processing shit. Yeah, it's an anthology show, and there's a there's a whole anthology within one episode of an anthology show. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. It's it. That's why I said yeah, it's this. A it's this, a ten. Fuck it, it's a ten. This it's episode 10. is so incredibly well written. While at the same time, looking the whole point is it looks like it's not written. Like it's supposed to look like this is just happening. It's supposed to frustrate the shit out of you. Yes, and then, and then it's the scary things start happening, but then it still frustrates the shit out of you. It, 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 it's but kind I, of borders between humor and horror at the same time. Yeah, and I knew yeah. that I knew just going off these guys. I know they're like they, they remind me of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I know they're good writers. I know we're they in do. good hands. Yeah. I know they're going to do good work and go somewhere with this. So I wasn't I wasn't frustrated. I was just sitting there going. I wasn't even thinking about where it was going. I'm just like, I'm enjoying this ride, and I'm looking for ghosts. That's all I'm doing. I was trying to think of this, though, as a live, because you just like gave us a little bit of insight as to what's going on, because we thought maybe your your feed was like, no, no, it's supposed to be like this. I'm like, okay. Trying to think of a person that doesn't know this, though. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, like there's a lot of what the fuck's going on. So I was trying to look at it from those eyes. A lot like, like from somebody that, that has no idea what, what the joke was or what was going on. And uh, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to do that. Because it's like, like, like you said, yeah. it's clever. And we, we've been trained because we've seen so much shit to like visually pick up on stuff. You know what I mean? So the, at one point when we were watching this, we were literally challenging each other trying to find... Like, there's got to be something over in the corner or something off camera. There was. There were things off corner, but, like, we were, like, over overdoing it. We were, like, really looking hard yeah, for things. in every frame. We, we, hey. You know, we, we've grown up on, on stuff like VHS and uh, the whole um, Paranormal Activity uh, series. And, you know, we're, we're waiting for those kind of things. So much know? so that when we were talking earlier, I was looking at the lamp over Dick's shoulder and going... <laughs> What have we got over there? I don't see any ghosts. Oh shit! I, that's I was legitimately doing that. There's a lamp that just purposely obstructs your your vision. You're like, there's got to be something going on behind that lamp. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me backtrack a little bit and try to go a little bit in order, because there is a story here that they try to do. The whole premise is a, a guy found a cell phone in the graveyard. He calls the first the, the last number it called. It's an old lady. And she sounds like Michael Palin from Monty yeah. Python. <laughs> Hello, dear. <laughs> a little bit of Michael Palin, a little bit of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. yeah. And you could tell she's just off screen because it doesn't sound like it's over the phone because they're trying to do a live episode. So you could tell she's just off camera. 
just saying her lines loud. <laughs> I loved it. And then she's like, and then they do the joke where he always heating up a mic. He's heating up an egg in the microwave, and, he, and she she's like, "Yes, I'll get a hold of Elise or whatever, and, and I'll get her to come by and get your phone." He gives her the information, and he hangs up. And then she calls the phone. And is like, "Elise, hey, he has your phone. Arthur, Arthur has your phone." And he's like, uh, uh, "I'm Arthur. I have her phone." She's like, "Oh, I'll just so I'll call back and leave a voicemail." He's like, "No, that'll just go to me." They do some jokes there, but the, it's so slowly paced that you're just like. Where is this going? I think they did a good job of making it really slow and boring on purpose. So that when the weird shit happens, you're like... So if you're not a fan of the show, you're like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea. Because it reminded me of some of those live Twilight Zone episodes from that... uh, That were long. It's almost like you're watching everybody do everything in real time. So it's like, wow, we're going to watch him make his fucking breakfast, crack the fucking eggs, put them yep. in the, the mug, stick them in the microwave. He, I'm like, like thinking, is time just like slowing down? Or is this the... He was coddling the, an egg. He yeah. was coddling an egg. The fun of watching something in real time. So it's almost like they were taking the piss out of that too. Yeah, yeah the Twilight Zones weren't live. They were video. So they shot it like a play. It wasn't actually live though, but okay. they. The problem is, video back then was so hard to edit that they just went do the whole scene. Well, what and year so is they, this? The original. So it was season two. It's so like two or season two or three, something like that. Yeah, how long ago is that though? So nineteen sixty. So it was season two, and it's like six or seven. I think six episodes in season two were shot on tape. They okay, look like yeah. garbage. It looked like it's like it's trying to be live, like it's just all in one room. And, it looks like know. video. It's very strange. It, it is video. Yeah. So yeah. So, it's very, well, it's very clean. It's it's disgusting looking because video is not where it should be. Video now is finally fine ish, but back then, holy shit! But so it's like episodes the twenty two Night of the Meek, um, the one with the fucking robot maid. That one, I forget what it's Ugh. called. The lateness of the hour. That's what it's called. Robot, please. Oh, there's a few. Oh, uh, Dust? I, no, not Dust. Um, the one with the... Static. Static is one. They all look like shit. Ooh. I don't give a shit. We're not on that show. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, Adam, it's 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 interesting. I was just thinking about how they wrote this is fascinating to me. I want to be in that writer's room because that sounds like a fun time of how do we fuck it's with people? It's like a collage of shit yes. that they just threw together. And, that and, is... And somehow it still has an overarching narrative. And I... And, like, like, like when you said, hey, what's your score? And I'm like, hold on, I'm still processing what I watched. Because I, I was trying to put all the pieces back together in my head before I started talking, you know. So, And now as, I, as I'm talking, some of the pieces are starting to fall up because it took me a little bit longer than it took you guys. So, I don't know. No, it's, it, it is a lot to take in because they're fucking with you on purpose. And, right. And the word you said, collage, it, that's the perfect yeah. word. It is purposely a collage of just stuff that they throw at you. But you realize as you watch the, the collage, these things are adding up to a story. But it's yeah. told in a really non... A, a format you're not used to. It's not so much narrative as it is just, like you said, collage. And like, oh, this is what... The, so much so that they're talking about one lady in the, in the dressing room. And I'm like, oh, that's her. Okay. And they show her later. I'm like, oh, that, that must... They, they briefly touched on her earlier in the... 
in the uh it kind of reminds me of when this. somebody wants to send somebody a threatening letter so they cut letters out of a magazine <laughs> yeah. and, and place those things together <laughs> it's a ransom There's, note there is well, a note. There's a message there, but it's so nobody can trace the handwriting. Yeah, I just love the the part where they go back to the rehearsal video, and it's the scene where he's in the shower and there's blood everywhere. Is that knife? It's just that's what you cut to. Yeah. Is after they've been playing with the episode, and it just cuts to that part, and then he's yeah. coming out of the bathroom, and the girl, the actress there, and the the priest's heads in the in the uh, is in the uh, microwave. microwave. Yeah, and she goes. I'm sorry. I just don't understand what's going on here. And then they have to explain it to but her. She goes, I just wanted to give you a head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does it so well. And it's yeah. like eggs, ladies and gentlemen. And I love, love the meta it. aspect because I was watching this old lady going, why is she in an episode of Inside Number 9? And she even makes fun of it on a phone call. She answers the, the dead girl's or the, you know, the cell phone. And she's like, Oh, some show called Inside Number Nine. Oh, I don't know where it is either. It's just some yeah. some comedy show. And I was I like, why is this old lady in this episode? Like, why would she sign on for this? And I was like, oh, she signed on for even more because she slits her own throat. Like, yeah, she, yeah. I went deeper in the in the the you know the episode within the episode, and she was on board for all of that. Yeah, she's having fun with it. And, yeah, Phoenix uh, is like, uh, they, oh, they can't show blood, and then like, not even <laughs> two or three scenes later, she's there's blood every fucking. Way. It's like, oh, they can't show blood. I'm like, is that enough blood for you? <laughs> well, I think God they couldn't. It. I don't know if they could show it like <laughs> pouring out. Well, they like, show it after. They say fuck. They say all the no. no. Well, Maybe. I was gonna say they showed those two guys from that episode getting shot in the back of the head like yeah. forty fucking True. times. Yeah. <laughs> But I wonder if that was too gruesome or if they just couldn't do it a lot, like, you know, on camera. Yeah. They just didn't have the budget or something. I don't know what the reasoning was. Probably the bu- She slits her throat, yeah. and then they show yeah. Steve Pemberton. He's on his cell phone in a uh, lighting parlor, and it's behind him on TV, and she yeah. slit her throat. And then uh, he, uh, uh, Reese, I forget his name, Reese Shearsmith. I'm trying to get their names down because these guys are awesome. Reese Shearsmith goes, and he has a, he has a bicycle helmet on <laughs> with, a, with a GoPro. Yeah. And he goes and finds the old lady, and there's blood everywhere that Adam's talking about. Like, so much blood. What year did this come out again, this one? So this would have been uh, October 28th, 2018. Wow. 2018. Okay, so way after the paranormal activities have hit and taken over and the found yeah. footage shit. So, yeah, this is taking the piss out of all of that. All of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Every single bit of it. it. Even some of those Ghost Hunter shows are represented here yeah it's funny because i asked people on twitter what they recommend for us to watch after i picked this episode so i picked this and i go all right what else you guys got because tw- a couple of people on twitter really fucking into this show and one of them is named penniless at miriam w five three four seven zero one six four that's his whole full twitter handle but he suggested this first and i was like already doing it and he's like all right and he sent a bunch more so i got five more from him and yeah, I had cool. three I chose on my own. So we're, we're covered for a while. But So fuck the bingo ball. Listen to the customers. I, we are for this show. Um, I also did choose the next uh, uh, creep show episode that we're going to do. It's the newest episode. It looks hey. interesting. Yeah. I hope hoping Adam hasn't watched it. It's called Night of the Living Late Show. Well, I've seen all of the creep shows, but I don't mind watching them again because, like I said, I have not seen one that I thought, oh, wow. Did you see the newest one? Yeah. Uh, The one with Justin Long? Yeah. Oh, damn. 
I was hoping to choose one you haven't I, seen. I, yet. I, I, the thing is, is, I was watching that before we started reviewing them, so I, I, I can't. I don't have the discipline to not watch a season of Creep Show. I fucking love that show. So I held off on Inside Number Nine. Yeah, Creep Show. You're asking way too much. Okay, of me. that's I fine. Do it. <laughs> Just uh, the only rules are don't spoil it. That's it. No, I don't want to say shit. Yeah, don't worry about it. And uh, Inside Number Nine, mm. don't watch it. I don't care. I do. You don't get a show. Spoilers <laughs> don't, I don't care. Spoilers don't bother me. Like people always, did you spoil it? Oh, we know. It? But we it's know. like, it, dude, I, I write. I, I, I can figure out the plot. I'm not an idiot. Like I can tell you, X, Y, and Z will equal to Z. It's just formula. It happens all the time. But what if I spoiled this episode for you? I would have cared. But <laughs> I would have still enjoyed it. Yeah, but I, I don't. Surprises don't really do anything. It's fine. It, 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 whatever. I don't know. Some, some surprises when, if I told you they got shot in the head in that in that one episode, I think it would have ruined I, some of it. They wouldn't have. It wouldn't have done anything. You're fucked. You're I, f- I don't like to know. Yeah, know. I don't want to. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. It's I've like, had to tell you not to spoil shit to me before. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I, I, shut I, the fuck I, up. Yeah. I don't want to know. It's just like I, I don't care about yeah. that stuff. It doesn't bother me. It's just like yeah, okay. I I I, I, I was probably going to end that way anyway because that's the trajectory of the story. Yeah. Okay, I get it. That's probably going to happen anyway. No. Not always. But yeah. No. But I mean, it takes a lot to surprise me, but you know. That's, a, that's why I say don't watch Inside Number Nine, because so far it's been surprising yeah. me. No, I, I love I, it. Yeah, I, I, I have not. Yeah, it, it, I get excited when you say we're going to watch these. I'm like, ha, 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 Because I, I, I'm waiting for one where I'm like, eh, whatever. I, it inside, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Inside Number Nine Inches. Even that first yeah. one we watched was. We're Good. like, we're fun. like, uh, what, what yeah. is this? And then we're like, oh, fuck, what the hell's happening? <laughs> it had some fun moments, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to more of this show. And we yeah. just keep, it keeps one-upping it, so. Yeah. At least I, for me. I mean, I still like the last episode more, uh, the yeah. the Quiet Night Inn. That, was, that well, one was. Well, Quiet Inn is very well fucking done. Fucking perfect. Well, they, they know that one very was fucking episode, perfection, because yeah. that's why they <laughs> flashed. Let's go back to this one now. We'll make the fans happy. I'm like, yeah, that was a great fucking yeah. episode. In so. the beginning, when when Arthur's on the phone trying to get the real person that owns the phone to pick it up, the, uh, it cuts to, like, a day, you can tell it's later, and then it cuts, it, the sound goes out. It went out for a brief second when he's on the phone, and I was like, oh, here it starts. Because that's the only thing I knew was what I saw as the technical issues. That's all I read. And then it cuts to a guy walks in, a priest, with a motorcycle or a bicycle helmet and a, and a GoPro, like I said. And he's just like... <laughs> I'm like Not, you can't hear him. Uh, and they, they did on purpose, because like, you see a priest with a bicycle <laughs> no. helmet and a GoPro camera... You want to fucking know what's going on in that scene. They they, they visually picked the most fucked up thing they could think of. It's like, wait a minute, some shit is about to hit the fan, and I want to know. But they went they smart know. with it. They didn't do st- like I think America would have a like a circus clown like juggling, and you're like, what the fuck? This would be stupid. So they just went with a priest, and he's very solid. Like sits down, the audio c- catches on, and he's like, he wants the phone. You can tell something's going on with him. He wants the phone. He's like, I th- if you don't mind, I'll have her pick it up. He puts it in his pocket. So we kind of get that storyline way fucking later. Like Dick mentioned earlier, they cut to the rehearsal. Because in the lighting parlor, they talk about they should cut to the rehearsal because they have that recorded already. And then we see, like you said, that he's in the shower and he cut apart the, the priest. So I don't know where that story went. But that's kind of the point. Is It's, it's touching on yeah. that story throughout the episode and it doesn't matter. 
in the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Reminds me of the confuse a cat bit from Monty Python. Like we've we've experienced confuse a cat, except there was actually an overarching story over everything. Yeah, it took me a few seconds to. I had to catch up with it before I could keep going. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what movie it reminded me of the most was Adaptation. Never seen it. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, It's a Nick Cage movie, but it's great. It's great. Besides that. Um, so we'll get to the, okay. It's yeah. probably the last great Nick Cage it's a, movie. I would say it's one of the three or four great Nick Cage movies. Yeah, yeah. he's only in a handful, and he's really yeah. good in it. He's like, he, he is. He plays two characters. Superb in it. Yeah. yeah I he, uh, recently watched Mandy over the weekend because yeah. it was on Joe Bob Briggs' uh, last drive-in, and I was so glad that they showed Mandy. I just wanted to hear Bob's commentary in between Nicolas Cage scenes. And uh, oh, what a good time that was! How many? We'll talk about it in the next episode. But I'm curious how many great yeah. Nick Cage movies there are. There's maybe four or five. Maybe I should. That's something that, that you'll have to do an episode where we come up with a list, kind of thing. Yeah, that's what you'll have to do. But um, it reminds me of that because it's that movie is about Charlie Kaufman, the writer of the movie adaptation, is the star of the movie. Nick Cage plays Charlie Kaufman, hired to write the movie for this book about flowers. And he's like, how the fuck do I turn this into a movie? It's about flowers. It's about these orchids that grow in Florida. And the whole movie is about him trying to write this novel. And he realized th- as throughout the movie, it the novel doesn't fucking matter because all this other crazy shit is happening around him. And then he's still trying to do this. But it, at the end of the day, that storyline doesn't really matter. It, well, it, again, it's meta yeah. on a level beyond meta. It's like it's like this. Yeah. It's, it's basically very comparable to this. Yeah. It's so it's very... a West Anderson movie. <laughs> no, no. It, it's not No, 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 no. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's fucked up. It's, it's way, fucked it's up. Way different. Chris uh what's his name? Uh Chris well, I can't think of his oh, name. Uh, oh god, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. He won the Oscar for yeah. Best Actor. Sound, like, it sounds like two... something Terry Guillaume would do. Terry Gilliam? Yeah. <laughs> you went real French with it. <laughs> Terry Gilliam's an American. He's from he's from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the only American in Monty Python. Uh, uh, How you doing? I'm crazy. Yeah, he's that man's nut. a lunatic. He's a nutcase. Yeah, he, he's his crazy. movies are either really good or just really, really fucking out there. Too much. He's Nick Cage of directors. He is the Nick Cage of directors. He really is. He's probably got five. Some of his guys. shit I absolutely love to death, and some of it's like yeah. what. Yeah. He's got like three amazing movies, and the rest are like, "What am I watching?" Yeah, <laughs> Adam Uh-oh. has abandoned us. Adam had to go shit. He's like, "Fuck you guys!" Yeah. I'm gonna turn his mic off. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's yelling. <clears throat> Get out of here, bitch! Guy, you fucking whore! I paid you to leave. Where's my I money, paid. bitch? All right, here's yeah, Adam. The, the... Oh yeah, there yeah. It is. Yeah, so Brazil. One. Fear and Loathing. One of my top ten favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fear and Loathing, I fucking love. And then 12 Monkeys, I, I really, really love. 12 Monkeys, Brazil, uh, uh, Fear and Loathing. I love Fisher King. I think Fisher, Fisher King's, King's very good. good. Yeah. I, I, I used to have the DVD of this, and that DVD set was like this Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I was, the Criterion. Each, each, each mo- yeah, each version had like two discs. It was like this. It, uh, so I, I was happy to get the smaller version, so it didn't take up so much space. The the DVD of the Criterion Collection was three yeah. discs, and it was pl- it had the plastic shell on it. Yes. Oh man, I had that too. Well, yeah. I, 
I like the Adventures of Baron Munchausen too. Yeah. yeah, but it's not great. Yeah, that's another. It's good fun. One. It's, yeah. it's, it's I like not great. It's fun. It's a lot of fun though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a good. But this this is fucking great. This yeah. is a great shit yeah. here. <laughs> they're they're very different depending on what cut you watch of Brazil. Yeah. It, oh yeah. How much whimsy can you take? That's what you're looking at with those cuts. <laughs> um, and how we need to have a little flying. bell that we ring every time <laughs> yeah. you guys bring up whimsy. And we need how to have like a little clicker. Ding, 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 ding. Whimsy should, alarm. It's, it's, it's ten of those midget heads from uh, Gather Ye Acorns. That's the scale. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You would come up with that. As that, scale. <laughs> that, poor, that poor man who blew his brains out because he couldn't stand being an actor in Hollywood anymore. Oh, my God. It would have been in Star Trek The Next Generation. He didn't blow his brains out. He blew his heart out. He shot, he <laughs> yeah, shot himself in the chest, remember? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he died of a broken heart, literally. Like, like I said, he died. He killed himself the way NFL players do, so he can study their brains after. You have to study me brains. <laughs> Take me brain and study it now. So a lot of the time... Well, soon. A lot of what they're cutting to that matters is this ghost hunter show. And this guy comes yeah. into the studio, the same studio they're in, and he's like... I see a guy. This is why I think this was set up. This was something they recorded for this. And he's like, the guy in the studio died about 10 years ago. And he's basically, he hung himself. Uh, they cut to Steve and Reese. They're in their, you know, their, uh, the, the lighting room, they called it. It's basically the makeup room. And they're sitting there and then he's looking at Twitter and he's like, people are bitching. He's <laughs> like, oh, and they're reading this story and they're making fun of it. Like, oh, he hung himself. Ah. And then he, Steve gets up and walks away. And you see the little ghost legs there. Yeah. And uh, they're making fun of the guy. And they turn the TV and they're sitting there like, BBC One, BBC Two. And they, BBC Two shows them. They're like, looking at the camera. <laughs> and then they sh- like, had a funny, I like the conversation about BBC Three. They're like, here's BBC Four. He's like, what about Three? He's like, Three doesn't exist. It's like, what? How do you not know this? I don't know if that's true or not, <laughs> but I loved it. I wish I did know. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, they they uh, so that's the, that's the setup for the actual story of the episode. There's ghosts in this place. People have killed themselves here. They randomly cut to a to a, a live news feed or like a pre-recorded news feed. Who knows how long ago? Could have been could be live. I don't know, but it's a uh, where where the hell was that? I forgot. Um, some of their studio, and they're saying like it burned down. I remember hearing a report of something similar to that, like yeah. like some studios had burnt down, and it was like an inside job, something like that. So, yeah. yeah, and we previously saw on the ghost cam about uh, around the cage, the the rental cage, or like the equipment cage, that we saw like a thing of kerosene fall over. So that's that's set up, and then Steve goes in there with his his helmet on, and he runs in there and he sees something hanging, and he moves the thing, nothing's there. Turns around. Uh, Reese is doing that. Steve is there behind him with a mask, scares him, goes to leave, touches the fence, and gets electrocuted. So it must have just been water, I guess. There, there was no fire. He gets electrocuted. He uh, Reese runs, runs out, and then he's calling the police. And what the fuck happens next? Did anything happen? It's hard to, it's hard to put this shit together. Yeah, yeah. What, what happened to him after? I know he died, but how? He runs to the studio. I remember that. I'm glad oh, you didn't ask he, me to he, set this up. He gets knocked down. He gets knocked over the railing. He falls to his death. Oh, okay, that's what it he's, was. He's going upstairs, and he gets knocked over by the ghost. Yeah, I, The no. BBC Three did exist at one point. Oh, it's really gone? Yeah, well, what happened was it was a broadcast from 9th of February 2003 to 16th February 2016. 
It was an <clears throat> online television channel. Uh, it was basically for like young kids. It was like the younger demo uh, between 16 and 34. It was sort of like the G4 of BBC. That's kind of the idea of it. Now, see, had we known that, we could have got a chuckle out of that little bit, too. But Yeah, so it, it's a it, joke. Because it seems like they're well-suited for BBC Three. Well, but, it, sa- it says here that they're bringing it back. Okay. It, it's uh, coming back in 2022. It is weird that there's one, two, and four. That is weird. Yeah, so it did exist. Okay, so here we go. Uh, March 2nd, 2021, the BBC confirmed that plan to relaunch BBC Three Linear Television Channel in January 2022. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. It's coming back. Awesome. Because I know we were all worried, and now we can all breathe a sigh of Yeah, uh, sadly, ease. all I knew was BBC America. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, that's all it is. Did you guys grow so up? It matters. I grew up watching a lot of Canadian and British television. Yeah. You know, in There's Michigan. a lot of shows I watched when I was younger that were Canadian that I didn't know were Canadian when I was watching them. Twilight Zone 2002. Like, oh, that was uh, Friday 13th, the series. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't. Are you afraid of the dark? Canadian. Are you afraid of the dark? Very they didn't Canadian. advertise Friday the 13th, the series as a Canadian no. show. So I had no. no idea until I got older. What, what gave it away was the accents in the oh, show. Oh, yeah. A boot. But I didn't the problem pick is, up on that when I, I grew up in Michigan. No, I didn't either. I grew up right, in Michigan. Yeah, it, like, I'm used to hearing that. Like Phoenix said, it, if you grow up near the Midwest, you're used to those accents. So it's no, like, I, re- yeah. I remember growing up, we had satellites, so we got the CN, we got CBC Channel, Canadian Broadcast Company. We got the one channel used to have old episodes of Star Trek on there, so I'd record the old episodes of Star Trek from Canadian television because nobody put them on my channels like locally. I could never find it. They were all like at four in the morning, three in the morning, like that. I, I back watched in the day. Ch- Chicago TV all my life. Even when oh. I lived in like middle southern Illinois, we always got the Chicago stations. And WGN. I grew up on, uh, WGN. Sven Gulli. Son of Sven Gulli and Sven Gulli. I grew up on that shit. Bozo the Clown. Oh, yeah. Bozo. Yeah, I used to watch Bozo every morning. I thought everyone did. Did everyone not do that? I don't think so. Oh, I really? Being on, uh, I had <laughs> all the cool cartoons on there, it, too. It yeah. would be on at 6 a.m. That's why we could yep. watch it, because we were up that early I'd to go to school. I'd get up at 6 in the morning just to watch Bozo. Yeah. Yep. But I watched a lot of, like, on the BBC, they would have British shows as well. So it was, or not BBC, but, like, uh, I forget what the Canadian one was called. Was it CBC? CBC. So they had a lot. They had SCTV, so I watched that. Yeah. They had uh, Benny Hill, and they had Mr. Bean. Which I fucking love, Mr. Yeah. Bean. So. Mr. Bean, yeah. And they would show a Red Skeleton and um, uh, Monty Python, obviously. And Monty Python, I loved, but I was like, uh, half these skits, I'm just like, I... Well, Red Skeleton, I think, is American. Red yeah. Button? Red... Red Skeleton. No, not Red Skeleton. Skeleton. Red Skeleton. Yeah, Red Skeleton is uh, is an American. There's one of them that's yeah. Red something, and he's, he's... He was in the 50s. Red he's... Dwarf. Red Dwarf? Is he Red Dwarf? Maybe. He has a golf video. So that's all I know about him. I that's forget who he was. That's not Red Dwarf. That's just Dwarf. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's Tim Conway. Yeah, yeah. I watched a lot of that shit. Um, and did you know uh, Leslie Nielsen had a series of VHSs that were doing that were satirical sport shows? No, that were spook. I had. I found it at the thrift store the other day for ten cents. I bought it. It looked. It looked pretty funny. I just don't have a VCR to play it. Oh, I have one. I'm gonna send it, it to you so you can play that for yeah. us. Yeah, I can put it on. <laughs> It looks hilarious. Yeah, I watched the shit out of that. Yeah, it's going for like ten bucks. If you're it's at like the, kind of hard, if, you're at hard the, to find VHS. You're at the thrift store when you can't find a VCR. You, you honestly, you never do. 
You never find. I could never find one. It's we kind have of a, one. A hip thing now to buy a VCR. Yeah, we we have a VCR and a it's dual crazy. VCR DVD. So we're set. I have. We have one. It's not like I don't have access to one. I just don't have it plugged into a TV. It's funny because I I can I find a thousand VCRs for you, but I cannot find anything you find like videos. Mo- yeah, movies. Yeah, he finds the cool and, shit and, in the in the thrift books. stores for sure. I, but, I don't know how the hell the, how I within like the ten thrift stores that I go to. You just to have this a area, fucking nose for that shit. Man. I just you find just it. Smell it's it when you walk weird. In. It's just your nose goes right to it and finds. It's just it. wacky. Yeah. It's just I find so many just esoteric shit. It's just like what is this doing here? Geographically, <laughs> yeah. what's it doing here? It makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> it's just weird. Everything just winds up in California. <laughs> it's so it's so weird, especially it Central washes California. up on the shore. It goes right to the Goodwill. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's crazy. I go through the Goodwills aisle by aisle, and I look, and I'm like, fucking nothing. I go through the movies, yeah. and I go through the books. I'll be honest nothing. with you, I I have an extremely hypersensitive uh, smeller, and I go into the the Goodwill, and as soon as the, uh, the mildew smell yeah. starts, that's that me, clothing store, out. yeah. Well, luckily the the book section is like in the back, away from the clothes. So you have to go through the clothes to get to the back, and that's where they put the DVDs and the books. I go in there and I'm like three, two, one. Three, well, tomorrow, two, one. Tomorrow morning, ten cent book day. I'm I'm on it. I'll nice. be there tomorrow. Find me so some more. See what they got. Some more Nick Cage novelizations. I'll fight some. Yeah. Send me two of them. They're on the top here. Face off and yeah. wind talkers. Like, <laughs> uh, we to see if I anything. All right, so. Yeah, there's a ghost there. They get killed. That's that's the end of the episode. What else did we miss, really? Ten cents. Irishman. <laughs> God. Yeah. Wow. Ten cents. That's Very insane. Cool. Ten, Ten cents. cents for that? That must Ten that's like cents. a new edition. Jesus. No. Every Thursday, they got to get these books out of there. They, they get a ton of books, and they just, they just want to get rid of them. I, so I, I find tons of stuff. We're trying to buy Stephen King hardcovers. I only found one so far. They have no more in any of the thrift stores around me. Those are you can find them. I've I've bought a few here and there, but they're getting harder to find because I think people realize what they are, and those are the first thing because they're when it's ten cent book day. There's so many fucking old dirty ass resellers yeah. that are just like ugh, ugh, they'll grab everything and stack their cart and just not even like they're awful. I don't do that. I, I just go. I look for what I want, and I just determine what it is because I find shit that they just blow past. They don't even know what it is. So I'm like, well. This is worth way more, but you don't know that's so what fuck you. Bye. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Um, what else do we got to talk about for the plot? Uh, what else? Or, that's or, it. Or, I mean, for that, that's any, pretty much the plot. Any it, other music? That's really it. Yeah. They, they kind of keep you in suspense, and then all of a sudden the, the credits roll, and that's really the only way we even knew that the episode was over. I, I just liked how they're so lackadaisical behind the scenes. They're just like, oh, well, they're going to air that episode. Oh, well, that's good. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that works out. Whatever. They, like, it they makes you care. wonder if if they did that purposely or if they just kind of recorded those guys um, candidly and then just put. No, I think they. I think. I think. But but it's convincing enough now. that if if you would have said it yeah. was candid, they just wrote it in. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Know. Yeah, I think these two. Uh, the, you know what? This is a this is a way better version of what the Blair Blair Witch Project should have been. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's one where they literally terrify the uh, the cast and cut together a film, and it for me it doesn't work, you know. But if there was just a little bit of pre planning going into it, 
uh, might have been a yep. better venture. You know, they it was had a good pre- idea that just didn't work. Yeah, that movie had pre-planning. Now, that's for a whole other episode. I, I could I yeah. could drone on about that for fucking hours. Um, I think these two guys are they're really fucking good writers. So I'd imagine yes. everything we saw was written. We're gonna cut to this. We're gonna cut to this. We're gonna do this. How's this gonna work? They're, yeah. Those two guys are on top of fucking everything. They're methodical. They're good writers you, without you having to call extra attention to it yeah. too. They're not yeah. like patting themselves on the back, like, "Oh, look at this clever thing that I did." They don't no. do that shit. Cause well, I, I think that's, that's kinda... a br- it's a British thing because I think all all of the British guys <laughs> do that. Because you yeah. look at the way that Monty Python. Because you saw a special about Monty Python, they're real. Like there was two separate types of writers, um, Chapman. And Cleese were really uh, clinical, and then uh, um, uh, Palin and Jones and the other guy with with Gilliam, they were more kind of free. Eric Idle, the other Eric guy. Eric Idle, yeah, yeah. Fuck I, you. I, I, I <laughs> Eric Idle, Michael Palin, Jones. The, the, the a three good guys. example is like yeah. like I've mentioned Kevin Smith. I love the guy to death. You didn't talk about Graham Chapman. Earlier stuff, but Kevin Smith's more recent stuff. It's like it the way he writes everything. It's like it feels like he's patting himself on the back, like oh, see yes. what I did right there with that little. He puts so much of that in his newer stuff. I'm like, oh come on, just these, stop it. These two stop guys it. do not overindulge in themselves. They just want to. They yes, go, what makes us laugh? And that is always yes. the best comedy. What no, makes right. us laugh? And we're good writers. You have to start off with good writing, and then you go, yeah. what makes us laugh? And then you do it, and then. The rest takes care of itself. As long as you, those two things are true, that's all you need. And I wish American shows had that sort of thing because, uh, yeah, we get the committee thinking out here, and it's it's a fucking well. Mess. It, it just depends on who who's in charge. I mean, you get some good shows here and there, but then again, it's just. I, I feel know. like somewhere in the '90s, and I, I brought this up many times before. I feel like somewhere in the '90s in this country, uh, comedy went from. Being really cerebral and funny to whatever makes somebody throw up is the, funny the in the eyes of the uh, raunchy well, comedy. Raunchy comedy say, has overpowered everything. Well, it's 2005. Uh, uh, two, actually, two things. Three. Raunchy comedy and awkward comedy. That's the two, other one. Where 2005 awkward, so. is when the improv thing became the uh, thing. And but, I think that's just direct comedy. But, the linearama. The linearama is the awful... Death yes. the, the comedy. The, but, the sitcoms that are are done like documentaries have been done to death. Well, yeah, the mockumentary, like, like the mockumentary. You know, yeah, the mockumentary. For, yeah. But you also got to factor in the like Adam's talking about the raunchy comedy is the worst comedy for me. We got yeah. the American Pie and you got the Ryan Reynolds college movie, whatever the fuck that's called. Right. And those things where the dog comes in the in the the thing and they eat it i'm like fuck yeah, yeah that's that stuff and then old exactly. school was Poop the biggest jokes. one where Dick people were like jokes. <laughs> yeah. i'm like this movie's terrible i fucking hate the movie old school i fucking hate it it's stupid it's not funny at all to me you don't like todd phillips i don't like i've todd- never seen I like it Joker. based on what you just said i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> no do not watch old school it's 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 not horrible but to me i find it more offensive than like it's more offensive than Schindler's List. I, I don't know about oh, you guys, a... but that one of the, one of the things reasons I like this show so much is like what we keep saying is I like the comedy that's not trying to call so much attention to itself all the time. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's the subtle shit is what makes me laugh the hardest. Yeah, if you watch Airplane, you've seen it a hundred times. You know all the jokes. You know all the lines. 
But if you haven't watched it for a while and you go back and watch it, there's shit going on in the background that they're not calling attention yeah. to. And if you see that out of the corner of your eye, that's a joke within a joke. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Top, top Secret, a very good oh, example yeah. of that. Top Secret's a Top Secret's example. amazing. I know a Holly little. I know a little German. Him. There he is. That's what saying. What are you saying? <laughs> the, you know the thing with the foot. That like he looks like his feet are up on yeah. the desk, and he just he walks around. And I'm like, yeah, that's genius shit. Yeah. Why don't we get stuff like that anymore? Damn it. I like. Yeah, I like the. I like the jokes that are not calling attention. Like that's part of the reason I like right. American Dad so much. Is it's just a, it's just about the dialogue, and it's just about yeah. Let's create these weird situations with the dialogue. Let's not call attention to it. Let's just run it. We'll say a joke, and it's the timing. The timing of the cut. When they cut away to something, that's that's always funny to me. And this episode did it perfectly, because it would cut to yeah. some funny shit right when you're least expecting it. And, and it's just within the confines of the story. Yeah. Which I think that's the, that's the, that's the plus. That's what makes it stronger. That's what gives it that a It's 10. not out of nowhere. Yes. It is in the story. It is thought out. It is part of the progression of the plot and the characters and what they would do and all that. It's all in there and it's all set up and payoff. Set up and payoff. It's what they don't do in America anymore. We don't have exactly. set up and payoff anymore. It's, they do that here. They so just, the they, and here in America, we just want payoff. We just yeah, want to just, get to the. Ju- uh, we, see, we see movies where they set things up and then they never go back to it. Like they no. don't. They, they trip over their own plot threads. Wonder Woman, yeah. multiple times, and it's like, what? Don't yeah. go watch it. Big budget movies don't. do this, you know. Well, yes. have you read? Like, uh, I was reading all the reviews for movies coming out, and I, I watched that the new movie that came on HBO Max, the "Those Who Wish You Were Dead" movie or whatever it is. That Angelina Jolie movie where she's a oh, firefighter. Yeah. That and doesn't I look bad. It. Uh, what? It doesn't look bad. Uh, it's not good. I've only seen but, the brief trailer, and I was like, that looks yeah. all right. Well, I read I read the, the reviews on IMDb, and Fuck, I was like, yeah, the movie's, all, the movie's fine. It, it's fine, but they really, and people were hating on it, like, really bad. But they weren't wrong in why they didn't like it. Because it's it's a movie with no setup and no payoff. It's just the actions of the unknown that moves the plus. You have no oh, idea what's God. going on. You just know that it's gravity. they're going after this guy because of X, and you don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. So that's the movie, and you, you never know. You never find out. They never tell you. It's just Angelina Jolie is skinny and gross, and there's a scene where she takes her shirt off, and she's got a bra on, but she looks gross because she she's skinny and gross. She has, like, new fake boobies. I don't want to look at those. No, but they're not—they're not even nice. They're just like, oh man, yeah. what happened to you? You used to be beautiful. It's like in Jackie Brown when Sam Jackson shoots De Niro. Uh, it's like you used to be beautiful, man. What happened? There's to you? a lot of movies coming out that literally don't have scripts. Uh, no. I watched one last weekend called Fried Berry. I—I uh, I didn't hate it, but Joe Bob brought up a good point. You can't make your first movie and not have a script. You can't just film things. Certain people and then just. It's, it's, stitch it together and expect it to be. It's you know, five uh, people. It, it, I can't name the other four, but Christopher Guest is one of the only people that can do that. He yeah. comes with an outline and goes, this is kind of what we're doing. Have fun. And he yeah. lets his people from SCTV, uh, ironically, <laughs> go do your thing. And they just do it. And it works. Yeah. But, yeah, when, when uh, Judd Apatow does that, most of the time I'm not on board. I don't want to watch it. No, Judd Apatow is so up his own ass. It's like yeah. funny. I like Judd Apatow as a person. He thinks he's a genius. That's what kind of rubs me. He rubs me the wrong way. He really thinks he's like the, the, the greatest gift of comedy. I'm like, dude, 
you 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 barely escaped by. He started doing stand up, and I was like, dude, let us have a chance. Let people who are not known have a fucking. Yeah. You don't need to be doing this. Like David Spade, calm the fuck down. Get off stage. We don't need to see yeah. you up there. You already made your money. You shoot your movies in Hawaii because Adam Sandler wants a vacation. Just calm the fuck down. Yeah. You don't need him. You don't need money. <laughs> oh, by the way, re- rest in peace, Paul Mooney. Oh yeah, yeah I heard about he that died, today. He died today or the other day. It's sad, as long sad as stuff. Adam Sandler's alive, uh, David Spade will continue to get paid. But yeah. God forbid something happens to Adam Sandler. I don't see David Spade's solo career. Well, taking off I think David soon. Spade. I think David Spade saved his money. He's no dummy. I don't know. I uh, I saw the his recent Netflix special Netflix movie with what Ooh. the fuck is it? the wrong Missy? That was that was yeah. pretty good. Had Adam Sandler's really daughter hate yourself, in it. Don't you? I walked nah, in. I don't watch. Those I walked. Movies. This is when my, my girlfriend and all her sisters were living together before we moved in. Oh. I walked in and they're watching that, and I go, "Why the fuck are you watching this?" And they're like, oh, and they're laughing hysterically. I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, this is Did so bad." Did you walk out of your own house? No, it was That's their house. It was it was well, her no, apartment. But you're watching on Netflix. You walk out of your own house. You're so mad. I'm sitting there. I'm like. <laughs> So here's here's the room. There's three Hawaiian ladies sitting there going, ha, ah, laughing, and I'm just going. <laughs> Waiting to laugh. That's the most that's that's the most like, horrible thing you can do is a comedy is make me wait for two hours to laugh and it never fucking happens. Well the problem is and the funniest shit you threw in the trailer. Well Damn it. like what Dick was saying, I'm sitting there watching going, This is gonna happen, this is the joke they're gonna do right here, because they gave me thirty seconds of pause of awkward silence to guess the yep. joke. Here it is. Okay, here's the next scene. And they're going to do this next. He's going to kick her in the face during the three. Here we go. Yep, there it is. Okay. Yep. And I'm like, I feel like we're painting by numbers here. What are we doing? You're going to say my boner hurts or something. So the dog comes in the sock and then he's going to drink it. Got it. Yeah. Here's the problem. It, David Spade yeah. is 57 years old or some shit. He's playing a guy who's like trying to impress his boss, and I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, he oh, he's too old for this movie. Why is he in this? Yeah, this is not written. That's for the him. problem with Adam Sandler. Is he's still doing the same shit he did when he was on SNL when he was in his twenties? It was funny well, no. when he was in his twenties. When he's in his fifties, he just looks like a drunk guy that needs no, to go home. The, the problem with Adam Sandler is he does the movies where he's the best at whatever it is he does. Yeah, like he he is the greatest ad executive. He's in, he's the greatest sports agent. He's the greatest. A salesman or whatever it is. Ad, it's always ad executive. Can I pose a question? Is Adam Sandler the successful Neil Breen? Yes. No. 100%. No. 100%. No. 100%. Is Neil Breen, Breen is insane. Yes. But I feel like if Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler is, an, is a guy that just got lucky. However, Neil Breen movies are way more entertaining than Adam yes. Sandler movies on a whole this different reason. But, well, he, okay. Adam Sandler kind of reminds me of Nick Cage. Or every yes. t- every twelve to fifteen years, he'll put out a really good movie like Mandy, yeah. and then he'll Just do to a bunch of shit. That he can still do with this. Yes, thing. yeah. I have not seen the the whatever gems movie he did. But... Okay, I haven't seen either. But I heard oh, I, I, I went to the theater to see Uncut Gems. Uh, yeah, that is definitely a a, a great performance. Yeah, uh, but I, I I'm not going to say it's a great movie, but it was yeah. definitely he was definitely giving it his all. Yeah, 100%. I I fucking love Punch Drunk Love, so yeah. I will. I know he can act. It's just like so. It makes me yes. mad when I see him. Like I'm like you're early 50. Sandler was so good, and then it's like oh, yes, God, here we go. But, but he's such a nice guy. I, I kind of yeah. forgive him. It's like he, I, I, I hear he's the sweetest guy. Like he is honestly. I don't, I don't hate him. I just I don't hate, hate him. I, yeah, I just don't like his yeah. movies, and I, it's just like ugh. But it's like you're terrible. How but... much do I got to put up with 
how much like if I know someone who's really good in my life, like let's just say I have some like an aunt that's really fucking good, but she makes literal dog turds and sells them to people. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or she's like really in the swastika stuff. <laughs> You're kind of like, Ugh, she's such a good person. That's how, how I she... feel with 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 the Kevin Smith. It's like I love Kevin Smith. I'll listen to him talk for hours, but then his next movie, I'll be like. All right, Kevin, I'll give you a oh, yeah. So your aunt is... Um, uh, is <laughs> My do- doctor swastika selling aunt, yes. Yeah. But she's really nice. Yeah, so nice. I, she's a I, if woman. there's anybody listening out there that will illustrate that whole thought for us and send it to <laughs> us, we would love to show that live on YouTube. Do not, do not put my... No, maybe do put my unfiltered, unthought about thoughts into a cartoon. I kind of want to see that, <laughs> I want to see an illustration of an ant selling dog turds. Dog turds swastikas. Dog turds in the shapes dog of swastikas turds. at a swap meet. Really trying that to pitch her wares. <laughs> she's, got, she's got her own booth and everything. Just... Yeah. And she's like, has professional signs and shit made. But she's really... speaking, swastikas are good luck charms. They're from India. It's not yeah. Nazi. And she has, it, she has. I know everyone knows I that, but she has the the square reader on her iPad, <laughs> hoping for someone to come by and accidentally swipe their card through it. Like, ah, I sold you Doctor Swaska. Ha, ah, bye. <laughs> it's for the feng shui of your apartment, asshole. Yeah. Uh, feng shui. Keep it outside, though. <laughs> it's to let your neighbors know you're you're gross and a Nazi. So double gross. <laughs> they already knew that. I want a, a really oh. big doctor. <laughs> All right, so somewhere so, out there, somebody's typing a Twitter comment right now. Well, I happen to like dog turd Nazis. <laughs> my my grandfather's a dog turd Nazi. You guys suck. <laughs> Worst episode ever. Yeah, this guy. You know what Twitter is? It's just the comic book guy from Simpsons. It's it's it seven really million is. guys like that, and then the rest of the people <laughs> heard just normal people. It's not even that. It's t- it's like literally a hundred thousand awful people who have like twenty five accounts. <laughs> so that's, it's yeah, that's all they do. Yeah, it's it's every time you see cancel something, I go and look at that person's account, and they copy and paste, and it's the same yeah. fucking thing. And I'm like, this doesn't exist. Yeah. No, well, that's what it is. Twitter is is, is bullshit. It's all bots or people with yeah. twenty five different accounts, and they want to attack somebody. <laughs> that's all it is. That's why I didn't trust that Thomas Middleditch news. And I still don't know if I do. Remember I was saying he's like a weird sex pervert because he owned a club. Thomas Middleditch, Dick, do you Which know? Was, the guy from uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, you know, I, no, he, I don't, th- no. What I heard was he went to a club. Yes. He didn't own it. No. But he would fill up all the girls and act like an asshole. And That's how Twitter spun it. All, Twitter yeah. spun it too. He uh, owned okay. the club and yeah. he was, the, and I'm like, I met that guy. No, he's yeah. the nicest fucking person alive. I get the Louis see, C.K. See, Twitter takes the telephone game. Yeah, he's and done now. It by yes. ten. Yeah. but I, I don't. It's one of the few times I go. I don't believe you. Yeah. Like that Louis C.K. shit. I heard that. and I go. That makes sense. I've heard that for years. Like everyone in the in the industry knows Louis C.K. is a fucking sexual weirdo. Okay, I'm gonna mute his masturbating. But everyone, <laughs> everyone in the business knows. Uh, Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. were sexual weirdos, but Thomas Middleditch, I met that guy. He's he's so fucking nice. I and same thing with a uh, um, 
um, Chris Hardwick. Yeah. At the end of the day, the story got blown out of proportion, so that he's a fucking he's a crazy and he throw he beats his women. And the end of the story was he was kind of shitty to his girlfriend at one time. Well, no, because his girlfriend's a fucking nut. She's like, a fucking nut job, a bitch. But and yep. she's just because you know who he's married to. Yes. A very fucking, a rich one of the fucking ladies. Ever. Yes. Yeah. He he's they, rich. They live, in the, they live in Hearst Castle, basically. They live in 1920 house, and they, he kept it. He preserved it. Yeah. And uh, I I, uh, I was one of the few people that felt genuinely bad for him because I just I knew what was happening and I was like nah this is too you know how I knew convenient yeah. you know how I knew that was fake he's he he brings on all his ex girlfriends onto his podcast so uh, uh, there's two of them I'm thinking of what the fuck are their names um I'm so sorry I forgot I'm, her name there's Janet Varney is one of them they're really fucking good friends Janet Varney's fucking hot. Uh, but she she's on his podcast all the time, and then um, the other one is run, has that show. Uh, it's on FX. I forget what it's called. I forget her name. I'm blanking on it. But they're all his ex girlfriends are on his show, so I'm sitting there going, I don't buy this. I yeah. I, I don't buy this. I know I know I never met him, but he's he seems like a a good dude. He says he he admits to his problems in the past, and he he acknowledges that. I don't buy this bullshit. And he had to take time off of his own podcast because of this shit. He, he got he got removed from uh from the Nerdist and everything. Like he's no longer part of that. Yeah, he, yeah, he had to read the they, they ruin, the same fucking they, thing too. They ruin your life. They ruin yes. your job. That's what they want to do. They want to destroy you and wreck your career and make you. Get, I mean, he doesn't have to worry about money because he's married to fucking money. Well, he's already rich. Still, he's already rich. He's, yeah. He he himself is fine. Yeah. The dude owns you. Have, if you ever look into Chris Harwick, you realize how much that dude hustles. Like that dude makes a fucking money. He 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 owns a, he part he owns part of Legendary Pictures. Like he owns part of that. So the well, dude makes fucking money. Let's not go too crazy. There. I'm not they're saying in, they're I'm in not, a lawsuit with Warner Brothers right now. Yeah, but back then they weren't. Yeah, they were making money, and he he uh, the dude makes money, and and he's you know fine. Who also owns Legendary Pictures, the Maras. Yeah, Rooney, well, hey. Mara, and Kit Mara. That's their dad. Is Steel- Steelers and Giants won and a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So go figure their actresses. Just shows you it's all nepotism. If you're not related to somebody or rich, you're not going to be an actor, so go home. Yeah. Don't go to L.A. You're done. Don't even bother. Yeah. You're not going to make it. Give okay. up. It's over. Let's stop talking about this. <laughs> Let's move on yes. to wrap-ups. <laughs> uh, Adam, what do you want to give this out of ten? Now that you had time to, to mull it over, while I we're give it a ten. Yeah, I, I think it's a well it's a well earned ten. It's it's a it's a fun Halloween episode. It it, it was good good entertainment. Uh, yeah, ten ten for me, definitely. Dick, what do you want to give this? I said nine out of ten. Oh fuck you. He's got to be the contrarian. What what more? It's did a good score. What do you want? I don't disagree with you, but what did you want more out of this? No, it, it was good. It was fine. I enjoyed it. It's a 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is like you need to think. I would need a week to really kind of think about it. But on the outset, if I say 9 out of 10, it's probably going to stay 9 out of 10. It was good. It was very well done. My brain like scap- stacks up the stars as I go. If If I want to watch it again... That I, I give yeah, it an extra Yeah, this star. is a very rewatchable I want to watch this again. You could, yeah. probably, 
you watch this again, you'll probably be able to pick things out of it yeah. that we didn't catch the first the first time on end. And then that's that's kind of fun. And like perfect example, something like Donnie Darko. You know, that's that's something that as you get older, you can rewatch that and find things that you didn't notice the first time. Uh, those are always the best uh, the best movies. Adam sent Absolutely. me this today to Phoenix Frankenheimer. You dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a message. You know there. what was funny? When I sent that off, the lady at the UPS store, she says, that, that's one hell of a last name there. I said, actually, it's not really his last name, but, you know, it, it's more of an inside joke. Uh, I don't know if you can read this. It's below the pictures the, of the dogs. But The thing that's funny, though, is you sent me something, and on, on the front of it, it says, uh, I thought it said Adam Stinks. And then I looked at it a little bit later, and I realized yeah. it said Adam Sticks, yeah. you know, because I'm like... I just thought it was funny because you misspelled my name A T O M, and it looks like it says Atom Stinks. I'm like, I'm gonna have to step my game up because he's coming out, he's bringing out the jokes now. So, I got a message that said while I was setting up the podcast, I got a message that said, "We got mail for a Phoenix Frankenheimer. Do we have someone here I don't know about living here?" <laughs> <laughs> I went downstairs and I was like prepared to explain it. I was going downstairs and she goes, "I was like, so Franken." She's like, "I know, I know." I was like, "All right, you're aware." Yeah. Say, she's at least aware of one of the monikers, right? You know, the, the first part. I will say, while I was in Hawaii, I looked for gifts for you guys. Dick, I came up short for you. Adam, I did find you something. So I will be sending you oh, something no. shortly I'm in the scared. mail. No, it, you're going to like it, actually. Crotch's panties I wanted. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Do you have a Christmas yeah. tree? Uh, I had one at one point. Do you set one up annually or? No. Any- I do not. Yeah. I found a Christmas tree ornament that has your name on it. Nice. <laughs> but if you're not going to set it up, you put it in your room at least, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. do something with it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It. But yeah, I, I had a, uh, a seven foot tall, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's a Star Wars tree. And I have Star Wars Hallmark ornaments yeah. from going Oh, that's a good one because those are. Collectible, they're worth some money. I still have the ornaments, the tree I had to throw away because it got uh, icky after a while. What's to say? The the one I'm going to send you is also collectible. Yeah, the ornaments, the ornaments go all the way back to like I think my first one I got in 1997 is a light up Darth Vader. Yeah, that's cool. I got a light up Darth Vader. They're all all newer, all Hallmarks. Yeah, Yeah. I I'm one of those people. Every single uh, the day after Christmas, I go to Hallmark. Even thirty-seven year old, almost thirty-seven, I go to Hallmark the day after Christmas and I buy an ornament because that's can, how I grew up. You can make a fortune off that that Hallmark shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 uh, I stopped buying it. a few years ago because I just ran out of space and I don't. I'm not. Put, I haven't put my tree up in quite a while now. Well, you'll have one more, and I apologize, but you're gonna like it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I give it a ten. Oh, I guess I'll do this. I can see why Dick gave it a nine. I don't. I don't really begrudge you anything. But I, well, I, wanna, I don't care if you did or not. I, I know. <laughs> I just want to say, if you're going to do a meta <clears throat> episode like this, they could not have done a better job. No, they couldn't. Yet. This was so well written that I. F- I, I want to watch it again and again. I want to show her, you know, the girlfriend. I want to show her and just see her. Same thing with last uh, a quiet night in. I want to see. Someone watch it, like sit there and watch her for the first time, watching this, going, "What the fuck am I watching?" Like, and they're yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's I, I don't give out tens that often. No, but I, I give. I would probably have given it a lower score if I thought there was something that I would have done differently or something I would have improved on. And knowing, is sitting back and digesting the full scope of everything. I don't think I would have changed a single thing. Yeah, now, these guys are probably smart enough that they would go back and maybe change a few things and somehow surprise us again. Yes. So for something like that, something that can be reconsumed. And picked apart and put back together again, and you enjoy it even more the second time around. That's worthy of a ten in my book. It has an eight point on IMDb with nine hundred forty two people. Um, I wish they had more. There's one point. There's only one thing I would change. I don't know why they did the shots to the back of the head fifty five times. That was pretty funny though. <laughs> it was, but I'm like, why are that. they doing this? It that didn't add funny. to anything. It didn't add to the story. So, but other than the fact that they're dying there and they're dying in this actual episode, that's it. That's all I could think about. But that's the only, only little nitpick I would have. But yeah, I don't give out tens easily either. And this is, I fucking love this. Every episode of Inside Number Nine so far has been great. The great show. Yeah, if you never good. heard of it, you're missing out on good TV. It just doesn't happen to exist <sighs> in the States. Unfortunately now, guys, as we're wrapping up here. Oh, no. This is the friend I said, Adam. The one that's cursed. Bust a deal and face the wheel. Now we have to spin. Oh, let me exit. Out of town. It's my pick on the wheel, but let me... T- Adam, let's just pick you because you're looking at the screen and Dick is on his phone looking at a uh, Canadian horse. I'm trying to find something for you that I, I stumbled upon. Okay. Tell yeah. me when to stop shuffling. Stop. Uh, stop. Okay. Then I'll go full screen here so we can really see the thing pop i will decide when to click this thing to spin and we're back at another round of this there's only three episodes we got to do with like this though that's still a lot it's not <laughs> hey i'm giving you i have given you guys so much of a break fuck you i don't even give a shit about your complaints because we get a, a inside number nine three choices in a row a creep show, oh. and then three wheels, and then back around. So it's three, mm-hmm. five against three. Fuck you. We, you know what, Dick? He's got a point. We've seen a lot of good shit lately. Yes. Oh no, yeah. No, so far, it's so shit. good. Yeah, it's been enjoyable. All right. I forgot I changed the music. <laughs> Tell me a story. Chiller. Oh no, that show again. Wait, did we do that one? Isn't that the Henry Rollins one? So. You, yes, I think oh, so. Oh, no! <laughs> God damn it. I can't wait. Chiller, Henry 1995. Rollins, you're not as clever as you think you are. That's all I want to say. Henry Rollins says, hold your tongue, you might want to do it. Henry Rollins showed up for 20 minutes to record the intro to that. Remember it's green screened? Oh. I read one of his books, uh, his Black Flag books. It, it belonged to a roommate of mine who thought he was really cool, and I read it, and I'm like, what a pretentious douchebag. Who was this? Henry Rollins. It was a Henry Rollins book. Oh. He just, it, was a, it, was, it was just a book about his uh, life with Black Flag, and it wasn't Fuck. that interesting. So is that Chiller, or was that Night Visions? That might have been Night Visions. No, that was Night Visions. It was on UPN. So what is Chiller? Chiller is, uh, I don't know. This sounds familiar. Or am I getting it mixed up with Thriller with Boris Karloff? Thriller is Boris Karloff. Thriller is Boris Karloff. Rod Sterling also wrote for Thriller, I believe. 
Well, let's look at what Chiller is. Chiller has um, five episodes, but there's different parts. So in the end, we got, yeah, just five episodes. So I don't have much of a choice. And I don't have episode four. So I have four options. Okay. Oof. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. This is what happens when you have a, a Wheel of Terrible hosted by the devil. Yeah. And wheel of the worst. I will say this, though. The wheel looks fucking awesome, right? Visually. It's very, it's, that's it's it. Very nice. That's all I can give it. It's very nice. It's got the know. logo in the middle. It's got the... I put brown and, and red, the color of the show here, the burgundy. Yeah, but Rich Evans from, from Red Letter Media yeah. built his wheels out of wood and carpentry. And I have one built, skills. but we didn't use it, remember? I can yeah. get it back out if you want. No, it's all right. It has even worse shows on it. <laughs> you have no idea what's bound there. It's terrible. Uh, we're all going to die. I just want to play Jenga with VHS tapes. With, with, with uh, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, oh God, I love the ones with Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. He's, he's, their, he's their best guest <laughs> yeah. on there, by far. He's, oh, that guy's yeah. a lot funnier than I thought he was. He, yeah, I, I never bought that drug shit. I think it was just bad pictures taken at the wrong moment. Don't care if it was or not. All I know is the guy loves bad movies and he's funny to listen to. And he banged Mila Kunis. Hey, true, hey, true. Bonus. Who Adam Carolla <laughs> described as an average-looking woman in real life. Yeah, in real life, maybe. Yeah, but that, that's unfortunate. I had a crush on her when she was on the... Uh, uh, what movie was that? It was the shrinking... What's that Moranis movie? Why can't I think of the name? Honey, I, I Shook the kids. kids. She was in like the third movie. Oh. And I watched her. I'm like, holy shit. When I was like 12, you know, something like that. No, dude. I had a, I had a crush on her when she was in those Jameson commercials uh, with the whiskey barrels. That was like eight years nice. ago. Show her slowly. Well, I don't care. Hey, that was five years ago, probably, there. actually. Yeah. No, but she was like 12 and I was 10. No, she was like 12. Um, for me, that's what I in that in that she was she was the least legal age. No, oh, when I, I saw her, was, oh, I liked her when she was in those early Russian shows and kitty shows when she was six. I'm gonna look up what that is right now before we stop recording because I'm curious. <laughs> Mila Kunis. Oh, we're still recording. <laughs> yeah, she... we're still recording. This is definitely part yeah, of the podcast. Need, uh, I take back all I said. We need to have a watch party for uh, Jupiter ascending. <laughs> Oh God, it was so fucking. Terrible. She was in in 1997, so I was 13. She was in Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. She's wow. never been in a good movie. Oh, she's terrible. She's an American Psycho really two, all American girl. She's great. She's yeah, so American bad. Psycho two, she's so bad. She's in a new Cheetos commercial American with her husband. Psycho two does not have Christian Bale in it, does it? No, oh, God, no. didn't think so. Did you see it? I saw it twice. It's bad. Gosh. It's bad. I do love American Psycho, though. That oh, yeah. That fucking great. That movie's great. But, um, yeah, this does not. Honey, we shrunk ourselves in 97. Do you like Huey Lewis the News? No, no. Uh, uh, they're too uh, black-sounding for me. <laughs> I gave it a five. But, yeah. Oh. Mila Kunis is in that. There she is. Yay. You can probably see a picture of her. But how old was she then? 97. Uh, she's probably uh, So 14. 14. So I was 13. She was 14. I had a crush on her then. It's, it's dissipated over time because of Ashton. She's, he's kind of ruined her. Well, she, again, Everybody like has tried. 
it seems like everybody in Hollywood is trying to find a way to repackage Mila Kulis, and nobody has ever quite pulled it off. She's in like, there one. Really oh, no, there, there, there's no life for her past, you know, TV. I just ever. thought of a uh, of a a movie I love that she's in. I don't know if you guys will love it, but I fucking love that movie despite her, not because of her. Book of Eli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that one's all right. Yeah, I like Book of Eli. I love I like that, that movie. movie. I like that I movie. I forgot she was in that. Yeah. That's a I movie I watched, movie. and I go, eh. And the second time I watched it, I'm like, this is a great fucking movie. Yeah, I like yeah, that one. It grows on you. It's it's all right. I watched the it four action, or five times now. I like it more every time. So The action setups are great. I love the Hughes brothers, so it, I'm, I'm, a yeah. big, I'm a big Hughes brothers fan. Do you so like I, From I Hell? Do you like From Hell? That movie uh, not sucks. Not as much, but that I movie sucks. Okay, good. Yeah. I like Menace to Society, though. Yeah, that's a great movie. But when Dead he pulls back, I like. When he, yeah, Dead Presidents good because they all die at the end. But when he's yeah. got Menace the bow and arrow, Society I have on Blu-ray. He's I got the bow and arrow between movie. his legs, and he kills the little uh, the hairless cat. I'm like, yeah, kill yeah. that cat, <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Visually, that's a good movie. When you realize some the- cheeseburgers, you stupid ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Well, he's my favorite actor, Gary Oldman. So. Yeah, well, yeah, he's good. At that's it, part so. of the reason I love that movie so much is yeah, he's so well. pathetic in that movie that it, re- it works for me in every way. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, next if week. If only I had the book. Next week, we'll be back for, for some random chiller episode from 1995. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Oh, well. And then we'll, we'll do something else. I'm sorry. After that, it's Adam's turn, so you get to choose Yay. from the wheel. Have fun with that, fucker. <sighs> you fucker. Nothing good will come of that wheel. Nothing good ever comes from the wheel. No, nothing good ever comes from the wheel. It's only three weeks out of out of eight that we have the wheel. So I gave. I can't give any more. I, I got to have some wheel in here. I'm sorry. Got to get some wheel action in here. Otherwise, Bust a deal and face the wheel. Otherwise, we would never choose chiller. So we. That's part of the. That's part of the fun of it. That's um, fine. I, I agree. Let's, you have every right. Let's get rid of that. Anyway. Um, any parting words of wisdom on this episode? Anything else we didn't talk about, you guys? Uh, yeah, United States TV. Watch this show. Take lots of notes. And even fucking remotely try to do some of what they're doing. You'll have better entertainment for everybody. Don't do it, because they've tried that. They've copied yeah. so much from British, and they've ruined it every time. No, not every time. The Office. Well, The Office. American yeah. Office is way fucking better. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's the one example and that's it. They did with uh, with Australian shows. Like uh, you don't like Parenthood, but I do. Um, I like Wilfred. Wilfred's a great fucking show. Parenthood was based on the movie. I thought it was a British show too. No, Parenthood was a movie. I know that the Steve Martin Ron movie. Howard. Yeah, I know that. But yeah. I thought it was yeah, also a British show after that. Uh, I don't know. I I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's Australian. No, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I have no idea. I didn't but know there was a, Wilfred, a Wilfred's an Australian show and they remade it and it's way fucking better. Yeah. Um, but that's Australia. End of example. If I see that, if I see that thing where, where somebody says something stupid and then the camera quickly goes over to somebody else and zooms in for a facial reaction. Yeah, they do that all the time. One yeah, more yeah. fucking time, I'm going to gouge my eyes out with this fucking dull pair of scissors. Hold on. Adam. Let's do film it. that. Do it. Do it. Let's see it happen. Oh my god, he did it! Holy shit, it's so bloody. Ah! It looked just like the lady in the episode where there's no blood, and suddenly we come back later and there's a ton of blood. Holy shit, Adam. It's horrible. 
Oh my god, that was we so were bloody. Kidding. He's dead. Oh well. Oh my god. So I guess we'll be back next week, uh, Sans Adam. Because um, he's dead. So, LAWstudios.com for me, Raiders of the Lost Flicks.com for Adam, Raiders of the Lost Flicks on, on YouTube, uh, Lord Tinger Wonderland on YouTube for me. I'm just doing all our plugs, Adam. Hope you don't mind. Um, that's it, right? Phoenix West. Dig it. I'm dead. <laughs> See you next week. You can say any plugs you got left. Oh, at Raiders, of Lo- Raiders underscore OTLF. On, on Twitter. There you go. Hit me on Twitter, Raiders underscore OTLF. Same on Instagram. We are LIW Anthology Pod on Twitter. So, oh, check out LIWstudios.com. Check out the next, you know, the upcoming week's recording schedules and all that sort of stuff and uh, the, all the podcasts. Until oh, next our, time. Our, our stand show's coming up. Yeah. We're going to do the stand tomorrow. Afterwards, remind me I need to talk to you because I scheduled something. I need to make sure it doesn't interfere with ours. Um, until fine. next yeah, time whatever. like I said I'm pretty open so I can do it tomorrow night too if you want to do it tonight and in the meantime whatever. I'm Phoenix West Dick Dick Adam Wilcox so long citizens sorry this is so long <laughs>